what's up, Rock family? Um, thank you for joining us uh, today on the Rock Student Ministries Beyond the Message podcast. My name is Drew, and I serve on our Rock uh, team. Uh, we're here joined uh, today. Joining us today is uh, Chris Suarez. Hello. All right, and then we got uh, Allison joining us as well um, today hey on guys. our podcast. So, uh, so hey, we're excited to share uh, and just dialogue a little bit um, from. Uh, yesterday's sermon, which was a good sermon, a very profound message from our pastor. Um, just six verses, I think, six verses, yeah. and yet uh, with such a deep meaning and deep message uh, for us to take away. So I want to invite you guys to just join in as uh, we dialogue together um, out of Mark 4. Uh, so I wanted to start off with this. So, man, so yesterday uh, we see a story, a very short story of the disciples finding themselves in a situation that uh, was very alarming was extremely frightening like they uh, were experiencing a storm while on a boat and my man Jesus was knocked out sleeping you know on a cushion on a cushion comfortable right? it shows that uh, Christ uh, you know had human aspect to him right so he is God but at the same time he had to take a nap sometimes you know he had to get some rest you know mm-hmm. my man you know let him sleep he probably had a good snack before that and then fell asleep <laughs> has there ever been a time where you felt like um, you were going through frightening, tough circumstances, and you felt that perhaps God didn't care about your circumstances, or maybe you even prayed a similar prayer like the like disciples did. Like, don't you care, Lord, like about what you're experiencing, what we're experiencing in this moment, what I'm experiencing? Like they lit- they literally went to Jesus and to Jesus's like face, essentially said, "Don't you care?" Mm-hmm. And I think it goes to show how. Well, one, it makes me feel a little better because yeah. uh, as a human, I've certainly had those thoughts. Um, they, you know, maybe I haven't expressed them out loud all the time, but I do think them quite often in different seasons and times. In fact, I'd say even in this season of time, has the thought come across my mind like, wow, look at everything going on. Look at all the, the anxiety. Look at all the difficulties that this is facing, the world economy. I mean, there's all tons of things. Am I tempted to, to think in my heart? Like, God, don't you care? Like, don't you see what's going on? So it makes me feel a little better that the disciples said that because I'm like, okay, but we're all human here. We're on the same page. We're not perfect. Yeah, man. And um, I think it, it also highlights how it's really easy to, in moments of panic, in moments of storms, to um, maybe trust our what we see and what how things appear. So, so don't get me wrong. It, it did yeah. appear really bad. Yeah. Like the waves are crashing in. It's not to say that if I was in the disciple situation, I would have responded differently. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looked bad. They were reasonable to a degree in saying like, Jesus, don't you care? I mean, he was sleeping after all. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I, but that's a good lesson in that I can't, the disciples, nor I, nor us can, can base our opinion on on how Jesus is working and what God might be doing based on circumstances, outward circumstances. Mm-hmm. And so it's a good, it was a good reminder that like, okay, well, things may appear one way. They may seem one way. It may seem like Jesus doesn't care. It may seem like in my life circumstance, God doesn't care, but I, I can't trust what, I, what seems to be true. I have to go by what I know to be true. Yeah. What I know to be true is that God's with me, that he does care. Mm-hmm. And that's a tough thing to do in the midst of storms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The disciples didn't pass the test there. I don't always pass the test. 
Um, but it's a good reminder of how how we're tempted to respond as humans yeah. and, and tend to think. You know, our response is often like to focus yeah. on the circumstance, like and not necessarily focus on the one who's in control, like of all things. And uh, I just remember meeting with, with some students uh, through our virtual discipleship groups last week and them sharing different fears that for them uh, were huge. Like my, um, I don't want to say that they're small fears, but some of our students right now are like fearing, like, I'm not going to walk like graduation day, like yeah. come May. Like I'm, I'm afraid that I'm going to have to repeat my grade level. Like uh, I'm afraid that I'm going to fall behind with so much um, homework that I won't be on the academic level that I should be like um, they're fearing not being able to go outside like to hang out with their friends and connect in person and like uh, so there's definitely a lot of fears happening right now that you students are facing right now a lot of fears that I think are putting us in places where um, we are losing our trust and confidence in the Lord and we're focusing more on the circumstance we're experiencing and losing sight of the fact that the Lord is with us, that he is here to guide us. And um, so there was an interesting uh, point that uh, Pastor David brought up yesterday in terms of um, the relationship between faith and fear. And um, so I want to talk about that a little bit. Um, Pastor David talked about it. Us as people, sometimes when we face difficult circumstances, we face um, we either have faced an anxious fear or a faith-filled fear. And um, so I want to talk a little bit about the difference between the two. And here's some notes that I have from yesterday. Uh, faith is incompatible with anxious fear in this world. But faith is compatible with um, a faith-filled fear. So I wanted to share this quote that I saw um, someone post online uh, yesterday. And uh, it's from uh, this guy named Max Lucado. He says, if you feed your faith, your fears will starve. If you feed your fears, your faith will starve. So we have to do intentional things to feed our faith. I thought that was like just a, a good quote um, to, to hear uh, related to yesterday's uh, sermon. Um, so what does it look like for us to feed our faith, like to intentionally feed our faith so we make our fear starve? So how do I work towards transitioning from an anxious fear, like to a faith-filled fear, to a reverence towards the Lord? So... Allison, any thoughts on that that we could share with our students? So for me personally, scripture has pulled me out of some of the darkest seasons of my life um, where I couldn't see an end in sight or I felt hopeless um, because of the circumstances around me. It really took um, digging into God's word to understand who God is and to understand who I am in light of the creator that um, I wouldn't have known God's promises otherwise. And I think that's the thing is like our minds don't automatically go to God's promises and who he is. Our minds automatically go to the circumstances we're in. And so constantly being in God's word is what gets me through seasons like this where we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow or people are losing their jobs, things like that. I think for me, it's consistent time in God's word. Um, and that's what keeps me hope filled in a God who sees the future, sees the past and sees the the situations we're in right now, um, focusing on his character over what I see. Mm -hmm. So not so much focusing on the fear. Because yeah. if you focus on the fear, is going to stir up even more fear. Yeah. But focusing on the one who is in control, like of the circumstances, on the one yeah. who has the ability to take the fear away and finding comfort and strength in the Lord. 
What about you, Chris? Like any thought on moving from anxious fear to faith-filled fear? Yeah, I think, in, and Pastor David did a good job yesterday of kind of describing where does that anxious fear come from. Mm-hmm. He said two things. Um, we panic and worry because of our lack of knowledge of what's coming, mm-hmm. and we panic and worry because of our lack of power. And so I think if I constantly focus on how much I don't have control over a situation yeah. mm-hmm. or yeah. focus on I have no idea what tomorrow holds. I have no idea what, what next week holds. Mm-hmm. I think more so true in this season of life that we really have a lot less, un, a lot more unknowns of like mm-hmm. when is school going to start back up? When are sports going to come back? I mean, that's a smaller one, but like there's all kinds of unknowns, right? And so if we focus on those things, yes. But if I can, the great thing about God is he's got all the knowledge about what's coming. He's completely sovereign and he's got all the power. And so if I can learn to trust him more and to trust, put my trust in my whole life in his hands more and more, then I become more okay with not knowing what's coming, mm-hmm. and I become more comfortable with not having all the power yeah. because I know that somebody beside me does. Exactly. And yeah. so can I, in this season of life, how do I trust God more? How do I learn more about God that mm-hmm. I can trust him more? Mm-hmm. I think it's spending a lot of time with him, mm-hmm. using extra time to, to just grow that intimacy with him. It's like any relationship. Right. Yeah. But can I do that? Yeah. And, and the last thing I'd say is, you know, Pastor David started by saying that Sometimes storms come because of disobedience. And that is true. Like we make mistakes. We're disobedient. Like some of those consequences are some tough times. But for the disciples in this story, um, sometimes it comes because of obedience. Mm -hmm. And sometimes storms come because God understands and Jesus understood that there are certain experiences that we need to drive us to a certain dependence on God that we wouldn't otherwise have unless we're put through that kind of testing and trial. And so I was just thinking, am I using this opportunity? Can I see it as an opportunity? The fact that everything is kind of going a little haywire and not normal, but can I see it as an opportunity to grow my faith, to grow my intimacy with God? I don't want to miss out on that. And I, I want to be able to look back months from now and be able to say, wow, that was an opportunity. I didn't know what was coming. I didn't have any control, more so than probably I ever felt. But that drove me deeper mm-hmm. to trust God, and I trust Him more today. Amen, man. That's a good word. I think that that's a place, as students, where that if we wanted to take away something today from our conversation, a place where we can rest, one of the key words that you mentioned, Chris, was, was trust. And I think trust is huge in these times. To trust that in the midst of a circumstances of the storms of our lives that God is with us. Mm-hmm. And the likelihood is like we are going to face storms. Like mm-hmm. we are going to be in the boat like the disciples. And chaos is happening around us now, even 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 in the circumstances we're in now globally and in, in, in the US right now. And um but the promise isn't that storms won't come. Mm-hmm. You know, the promise isn't that you won't suffer, that you still mm-hmm. that you won't get sick that um, your family won't have troubles in, in the household, that, you know, that you won't finish the school year. You know, that, that's not the promise. Like, troubles are going to come, and we're going to be anxious and fearful and all those things. But what God does promise is I will be with you, Amen. like, every step of the way. We recite that at the end of all of our service, all our gatherings on Sundays, like, know that I'm with you to the very end of the age. Uh, I thought of Psalm 56, 
uh, verse 3 through 4, the psalmist declares, When I am afraid, I will trust in you. In verse 4, he says, In God, whose word I praise, in God I trust, I will not fear, what can man do to me? I think that's just a timely word uh, for each of us, and um, especially for you middle and high school students who are watching in, like Psalm 56.3, when I'm afraid, I will trust in you. And that's what we want you guys to take away uh, from uh, the message this past Sunday, this podcast, this week. Just what are some steps you can take towards trusting in the Lord more? And um, so Chris Allison, any any closing thoughts, any closing remarks for our, our students who are watching? Chris? Any yeah, just I, I, I think just be reminded kind of at the end of the sermon, like God never panics never worries he's got all knowledge Uh, he knows and holds what's going to happen today tomorrow he's got all power to control sickness disease death and so um, knowing that that god is with me that's just a comforting thought and and one i want to dig into and just keep keep relying on so hey students we want to thank you for joining us uh for the beyond the message podcast Hey, uh, just real quick question: How's uh, how's David Silverfield doing? Like, he, he's social distancing right now. Yeah, does um, he have enough toilet paper? Like, is he good? Last last I heard, he didn't, but okay. he he did a little thing here, a little thing there. All of a sudden, some more some more appeared. <laughs> some, all right, man. Yeah. So hey, there's the word. If you guys need toilet paper, let's let's hit up uh, David Silverfield, and he'll make it happen for you. So thank you for asking, Drew. I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem.